Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a biology teacher. What are you? I'm a science teacher. (laughs) Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with biology specialism. And on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and my little sister, Sarah Matthews. Biology, a level topic by topic to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey. Dip in and out. Listen to the episodes on your weaker topics or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we're here. Okay, so it's day two. It's day two. We're back again in your ears for Immunity Week day two. Tuesday. Um, it's Tuesday. The 12th of January. January. It's not really though, is it? No, it's uh, the 13th of December. <laughs> <laughs> so, not a lie. <laughs> oh well. So, remember yesterday last week that we talked about the non-specific side of immunity so we talked about physical barriers yes and we we talked about the thing going into the cell and getting mashed up by enzymes the way that you describe stuff is like butchery (laughs) yes we talked about phagocytosis that was it engulfing of the pathogen (laughs) so that was all non-specific so any pathogen is treated exactly the same way, but by phagocytes or physical barriers. And antigens. And that sort of thing. Yeah, we, we we talked about what a pathogen was, what antigens are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got those definitions sorted in our heads. At the very, very end of that, the last thing we talked about in terms of actual the content, the biology content, was that a phagocyte became an antigen-presenting cell. On the outside. On the outside. So it took a little bit of the antigen. Yeah. What is an antigen? An antigen is a thing from our own body. No. Well, we do oh. have antigens, but they're not called antigens because they're not foreign in our bodies, are they? So an antigen is a foreign protein that stimulates an immune response. So I it's the receptors confused. on the outside of the pathogens mm-hmm. that the alarm bells and they, can and ring. Then then. they're like, we need to find the correct thing to get rid of this. Yes, that's yeah. right. So that's what the phagocyte's saying. It's saying, right, um, where are you? Saying, this is in our me. body. Yeah. So the phagocyte... It's basically going to find the correct lymphocyte. A T or a... A T. So it's going to find the correct or the specific T helper cell that fits exactly to that antigen, that is specific to that antigen, and that is going to start what we call the cell-mediated response. The T lymphocytes will only ever respond to antigens on the surface of body cells, so not stuff that's just in the, in the blood or in the tissue fluid or in bodily fluids has to be attached to a cell. That's why it's called cell-mediated, okay? So it's only cells involved. And we're going to talk very quickly about what lymphocytes and T-lymphocytes are before we talk about that process, okay? okay? So lymphocytes are a, another type of white blood cell. So phagocytes are a white blood cell, so are lymphocytes, okay? okay? But these ones are, and I'm going to keep saying this word all the time, specific. Mm-hmm. So there is a lymphocyte for every single pathogen. There's for every single pathogen, every foreign antigen, and what's great about this is that it, it this is the start of a process which leads to us having lasting immunity. Okay, so it could be long life, could be something that we need a boost for later, but long lasting immunity. T lymphocytes are produced from stem cells in the bone marrow. So that's where all white blood cells are made in the bone marrow. But T lymphocytes, they move up to the thymus, which is here in just below your neck. So right there's a little gland. And 
they mature in there. So that's why they're called T cells. Thymus begins with a T. Right, okay. Okay, so that's why they're called that. I'm just going to show you a little diagram. So again, all our diagrams are available at teachmescience.co.uk. Don't get excited, they're nothing special. They're just pictures that of I've drawn. Of course they are. <laughs> Thanks. They're just pictures I've drawn, but they help Sarah in terms of it just being a very basic visual. Again, they're not labelled very much so that you can add your labels and your notes and make it your own. Let's start having a look at this. So this is the phagocyte here and it's acting as an antigen presenting cell. So it's got a little thing sticking out. Can you see that? And it's got the antigen on the end. Mm. Yeah. So it's presenting the antigen. So whatever the pathogen was that it engulfed and broke, broke down up. and digested, got a little bit of that pathogen on its own cell surface membrane. OK, so the specific T helper cell with the receptor that fits exactly that antigen is going to attach to it. Now, this is the key to the long-lasting immunity. The fact that this T helper cell has just attached to that pathogen leads to every single process now of immunity that's going to happen in the body. So many things are now going to kick off because this helper cell has been activated. This T helper cell now is going to start to divide by... Mitosis. Mitosis. It's funny that it's stuck in your head, though. Mitosis. <laughs> we just recorded that episode just about... <laughs> 10 minutes ago so it's going to start cloning itself rapidly so we're going to have loads and loads of identical t helper cells all now going to go off and do specific things one of the key things that it's going to do it's going to release chemical signals and it's going to activate a different t cell cytotoxic t cell or what i remember or what i refer to it as a killer t cell but you have to know it as a cytotoxic t cell we're going to have these now active killer T cells, cytotoxic T cells. They kill abnormal cells, infected cells, foreign pathogens, that sort of thing, and that are displaying that specific antigen. So it might be like a, a cell that's infected with the virus, I mean, one of our body cells, but it's infected with virus. So it's displaying this pathogen to say, come and get me, I'm full of virus. It might be the actual pathogen itself. It might be a cancer cell. It might be... Depending mm. on what it is. No, when it's saying come and get me, is it saying come and kill me? Yeah. <gasps> Sacrificing itself for the greater good. I don't want any of anyone's cells to have to do that. They're just cells. They're just cells, okay. cells. It's all right. So these cytotoxic T cells, they kill in a very specific way. So they actually release a protein called perforin, and it makes holes in the cell membrane of whatever cell it's trying to kill. That basically means there's no control over what goes in and out of that cell anymore. So the cell will die. It will lose, it will things will leak out, things yeah. will get in and it will die. So that's just one of the things that that T helper cell has activated, caused to happen. Not only have we got the phagocytes... So essentially it gets stabbed to death. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. And so we've got the phagocytes doing phagocytosis, killing some of the pathogens. We've now got these cytotoxic T cells... Stabbing. Stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've also got more phagocytosis activated so the t helper cell will activate more phagocytes to carry out more phagocytosis to mm -hmm. target that particular pathogen and then finally and this leads into the humoral response now the t helper cell is going to make a link with the specific b lymphocyte that is specific to that pathogen and activate that so we're starting a whole other process now b lymphocyte activate okay. over B lymphocytes are now going to start to do their job and they are so important. Okay, Not, I mean the T helper cell is massively important. Without that, there would be no immune response really. But this is now going to lead to the, the real lasting immunity. The B lymphocytes are the ones that produce antibodies. What's an antibody? 
it's like so you have it in your body and then if you get a bad thing in you and then your body goes i remember you where's that antibody for that and then it goes and gets it exactly we get a memory in our body of having killed that particular Mm -hmm. pathogen before and that's important right now an antibody is a protein specific to an antigen an antibody is something that will like an enzyme and an active site almost they're complementary to each other they'll attach to each other and they're complementary and they form an antigen antibody complex you can't talk about enzymes and active sites in your answer if you're talking about antigens and antibodies but it helps to keep that in mind to remind you Mm -hmm. the language to use okay antigen antibody complex they fit together they bind they're complementary it's all similar language yeah okay in that sort of attachment in that complementary attachment and then the complex being formed that will kill the pathogen we call this the humoral response because antibodies are secreted into blood plasma and tissue fluid so it's in all the fluids in the body which sort of old-fashioned used to be called humor which is why it's the humoral response b lymphocytes they mature in the bone marrow which is why they're called b cells they're formed in the bone marrow and they mature in the bone marrow and then they go out into the blood. And again, as I've just said, it's part of the humoral response. So it's immunity that involves antibodies in the humour or in the blood or whatever, not cells. So specific B cells, remember it has to be that specific one for that pathogen, with an antibody on its surface that fits to that particular antigen that we're trying to fight off, is activated by a T helper cell. The B cell has to have already met this pathogen. Yes, what if okay. there wasn't an antibody for it? It would make no, it, it, it makes the antibody. That's why this type of immunity is quite slow because it takes time to make it. But it will already have one on its surface uh-huh. if that it's made because it's specific to that okay. antigen. Okay, like I say, very rare that you wouldn't have one for anything that uh-huh. comes in your body. So there'll be a B cell in the body with an antibody on its surface specific to this pathogen that we're fighting off and the antigen on its surface. And they will bind and it will take the antigen in. And it will present it on its surface. And then the T helper cell that we've just been talking about will come along, bind to it as well, and activate that B cell and make it clone and divide by mitosis. When it does that, it turns into two different types of cell. Okay, so it's like a clonal selection, it's a clonal expansion. It's going to turn into either plasma cells or memory cells. Plasma cells are the ones that produce the antibodies. So there'll, there'll be I thought plasma thousands was blood. and thousands of the, yeah. So they'll be in the blood. Okay. So there'll be thousands, thousands of these plasma cells, all producing the same antibody because they're clones of each other. Okay. So they'll all be producing that one antibody that is going to be in the blood, looking for that antigen, not looking for, but you know, when it comes into contact with it, it will kill that pathogen. It will form the complex with the antigen. The antibody will form that complex and kill that foreign pathogen or that antigen. Now, that is our primary immune response. It's the first time we've encountered this pathogen. The memory cells will circulate in the blood for sometimes decades. Handing out posters. (laughs) Don't forget. Have you seen this pathogen? (laughs) So if you encounter that same antigen again in the future... Now, it could be the next week that you encounter that pathogen again. I mean, it might be that you've caught something, fought it off, been off school, and then you go back to school the next week, but get it's it still again. around, and it and it and might you might get it again, but your body will deal with it without you even knowing. So memory cells do not produce antibodies. They are just in the blood, circulating, and then when you do encounter that pathogen again, because you more than likely will, okay, probably hundreds of times, it will rapidly divide into plasma cells and more memory cells. So the plasma cells will start quickly send out the antibodies because it doesn't have to spend the time like thinking, oh, what what am I making? Because it knows exactly what to make. 
So it's making that antibody again and it's fighting off that pathogen. And it does it faster and it produces a massively greater quantity of those antibodies than the first time round. So the response is so much faster and so much bigger mm. the second time. And we call this the secondary immune response. This is a lot of info. It is a lot. I'm of forgetting it. everything you've it's already so, said at the it's beginning. It's so much. It's so much. You won't even know you've encountered it the second time. Because yeah? you've not poorly. You won't get poorly at all because your body's dealt with it straight yeah. away. So that was the humoral response. How do you feel about that? Uh, okay, yeah. A, yeah. Lot, a lot. And I'm forgetting. It's a lot to take in, isn't yeah. it? So this time around we've got B cells. My memory cells aren't working. So B, B lymphocytes, B cells, they encounter that pathogen. They, the antigen on the pathogen binds with its an, the antibody, the specific antibody to it on the surface, takes that antigen into the B cell, presents it on its surface and attaches to the T helper cell. The T helper cell activates it into dividing into plasma cells and memory cells. Plasma cells produce the antibodies which will form the complexes with the mm-hmm. antigens and kill the pathogen. Memory cells will circulate for the second time encountering that. And if you do, again, divides into more plasma cells, more memory cells. So that you, if you counter it again, you've got more memory cells. But we're dealing with it this time with the plasma cells producing all the antibodies. Yeah. And you just wouldn't know you'd got it. So if now, you... So earlier on, we were talking about coronavirus. And we were saying that if you have a vaccine for coronavirus, it only lasts up to three to six months. Possibly. Does that mean that after a while, the memory cells forget they just go, they die. they die. They die and then you can't, you're not immune to it anymore. Well, yeah. So your antigen antibodies are gone. Yes. So if it sees it again... Well, they're so low that it won't really have an effect. So if it sees it again, it is brand new again. It will act as if it's a primary immune response okay. again. So you'd need to have a booster vaccination. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility that people could be having boosters of vaccinations for a very, very long time. What we'll do is we'll talk a bit about that tomorrow, next week. Because um, we're going to do our next episode, tomorrow's episode, is about vaccinations. Okay. Okay? Because, you know, what we've just talked about the memory cells and the second response, mm-hmm. secondary immune response. That's a process that we kind of take hold of in terms of a vaccination. So we give people a primary immune response with a pathogen that's not going to affect them in any way. But the body doesn't know that. So the yeah. body has a primary immune response. But you don't get ill because it's not really a pathogen that's going to uh, make you poor. Yeah. Vaccinations are basically getting people past the primary immune response and preparing them for the secondary immune response, mm. which is in fact the real primary immune response, if that makes yeah. sense. We'll kind of leave it there. I did just want to say... I will talk about the structure of an antibody tomorrow as well, because you do need to know about it. It's a protein, and it's actually got a quaternary structure, so it's more than one polypeptide chain bound together. Um, It has two binding sites, so it can actually bind to two pathogens at once, and it groups the pathogens together. It's called agglutination. So pathogens can be grouped together in a big lump, and then phagocytes will come along and help by doing phagocytosis Mm -hmm. so that kind of is a way of bringing like processes together in one place and dealing with it rapidly so i'll talk about the antibodies the structure of them tomorrow and vaccinations and sort of immunity tomorrow a bit more right let's leave it there then let's do the questions so um questions on this are quite straightforward i mean they're just going to be they're going to want to link it to vaccination probably anyway or something like that so a lot of questions on just this topic will be very straightforward what is this how does this process Mm -hmm. take place cool I've got you three questions. The first question is, uh, what is an antibody? Two marks. I love the way I can say something and you look at me like you're really listening and I'm really intent. <laughs> ask you a question two seconds later and you're like, nah. Not sure we covered that. 
<laughs> we talked about antibodies today. I'm I don't sure. remember it. All I remember is in my head going, who's that lady? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I've been talking, you've just been singing to yourself. <laughs> so it's a protein produced by... T, B, B, the B cells. Lymph. B lymphocytes, yeah. Lymphocyte. So it's a so for one might you say it's a protein specific to an antigen, you second might say produced by B cells, B lymphocytes or plasma cells. Is that alright? I did get that and I did remember. That. Yeah, you did. Right, number two. When a pathogen causes an infection, plasma cells secrete antibodies which destroy this pathogen. Explain why these antibodies are only effective against a specific pathogen. Two marks. Because they're only made for that specific pathogen. Okay. So if you think about how we would talk about enzymes and active sites. Because they are complementary well and they bind together. Yeah. So let's just flesh, let's flesh yeah. that out a bit okay. more so it's worth two marks. The antigens have a specific... Uh, not active site. Just okay. say shape. Okay. Yeah, but you could also say, just like an active site, a tertiary structure. So the antigen has a specific 3D structure. Yeah, that is complementary to an antigen. And only that one. And only that one. Yeah. You could also say only fits to that antigen, only binds to that antigen, or only forms an antibody complex with that specific antigen. Yeah. Okay, right, question three. Describe how presentation of a virus antigen leads to the secretion of an antibody against this virus's antigen. So by presentation, you mean when it gets stuck out of the cell mm -hmm. and, and then it, they're looking for a specific T-cell, helper cell. Yep. And then the helper cell makes mitosis then, makes more of them, and then... So a specific T-cell. Mm -hmm. So it has to be a specific T-cell, okay? And that has to bind to that And that's antigen. a helper cell. And that um, does mitosis and makes more of them. Yep. They call over the, the killer. Yeah, but that's separate to this, okay. the antibody production. Okay. So the T helper cell binds to the antigen, clones itself, but then activates a specific... Immune response. B cell. For God's sake. <laughs> what does the B cell do? The B cell... Also... Makes the... Copies of Antibodies. Itself. Yes. But what type of cell from the B cell? Plasma. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So the T helper cell binds to that antigen that's being presented by like a phagocyte or whatever. The T helper cell stimulates a specific B cell to start dividing. It clones itself, it divides by mitosis. Then more phagocytes the come. And then the plasma cell releases the antibodies. So there's the link there, because that's all the question wanted, wasn't it? How does presenting. What if you just give loads of info? That's fine, but you've got to say those key things. Okay. You can say, all, you can say what you want as long as you specific to that area so think about the question it says describe how presenting the antigen leads to a vi an antibody for that antigen so you present it the t helper cell acknowledges that binds to it the specific one for that activates the b cell to clone and divide specific to it and then it, it, it produces a plasma cell that makes the antibody so we're just that little journey from a to b just that little section yeah because there's so much happening isn't there you've like you say you've got the phagocytosis you've got the cytotoxic t cells You've got the B cells. I mean, it's just a lot going on. T cells, you got your B cells. <laughs> the songs that remind you of the good times. <laughs> the songs that remind you of the better times. I get knocked down.
Okay, so our wider reading for January is the book The Beautiful Cure by Daniel M. Davis. Again, he talks through... I've said this yesterday, so I won't keep repeating this all the time. I'll just remind you what the book's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> and moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so I'm going to do the roundup. Okay. We so, okay. Immunity roundup. Specific defence mechanisms can be slower to respond but provide long-lasting immunity. These mechanisms involve a type of white blood cell called lymphocytes. T lymphocytes are produced in the bone marrow and mature in the thymus gland and are involved in cell-mediated response, which is immunity just involving body cells, whereas B lymphocytes mature in the bone marrow and are involved in the humoral response which is immunity involving bodily fluids. Lymphocytes are specific to a particular antigen. T lymphocytes only respond to antigens attached to the surface of body cells. Following phagocytosis, a phagocyte acts as an antigen-presenting cell by presenting the pathogen's antigen on its own cell surface. T helper cells have receptors that fit onto the specific antigen. Once bound, the T helper cell will divide by mitosis and produce many clones. This activates cytotoxic T cells to kill abnormal, infected or foreign cells by producing a protein called perforin to make holes in the cell surface membrane. This makes the cell freely permeable to all substances and so it dies. T helper cells also encourages more phagocytosis and activates the specific B cell. B lymphocytes are responsible for humoral immunity. Body fluids are also known as humor. Antibodies are soluble in these bodily fluids and so are found in blood plasma and tissue fluid. An antigen invading the blood or tissue fluid will have a specific B cell with an antibody on its surface that is complementary to the antigen. The B cell will take the antigen attached to its antibody inside and present it. This allows the specific T cell to bind and activate it so it will begin to divide by mitosis into two different types of cells, plasma cells or memory cells. Plasma cells secrete antibodies. Antibodies are a protein specific to an antigen released by plasma cells. They circulate in the body fluids, forming antibody-antigen complexes to destroy the pathogen. This is the primary immune response. Memory cells can live for decades in the blood plasma and tissue fluid. If they encounter the antigen in the future, they divide rapidly into plasma cells and more memory cells. This is the secondary immune response, which is faster and of greater quantity than the primary. Okay, got any takeaways? I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are the two different types of lymphocyte? T and B. Right, so what do T cells do? There's a helper T cell. Yeah. And there's a killer T cell. Yeah, cytotoxic T cell. The helper cell does mitosis. Yep, so it makes lots of it so that it can go off and activate and the, lots the of The killer things. cell does the stabbing. Killer, yep, so the, the cytotoxic T cell will make Stab. holes in the membrane to kill it. And the B1, that's called up after, and that is the antibody one. Yeah, so B cells produce and, antibodies. Um, there is memory cells and plasma ones as well. And uh, the memory ones offer long-term immunity. They always remember. Mm -hmm. Is that all right? Yeah, this is like really difficult topic. It's one that students will always want to go over a number of times. Mm. Hopefully, if they acknowledge they don't get it, they'll go over it and hopefully get yeah. the best out of it. So hopefully we've helped a little bit there. If you wanted to contact us on this windy January day, 
Is it windy? I don't know. Could be. Could be snowing for all we know. It might be snowing because it's December right now, so we don't know. We have a website. That's teachmescience.co.uk. We have Twitter. That is at teachmebiocast. And we have an email. That is teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. And then we have Instagram. And that is teachmebiologycast. With a t on the end. Okay. Because we don't pronounce our T's. Was that the bell? Yeah, that was the bell. Okay, cool. So I've got you a treat. Oh, okay. What is it? Pizza. Oh, where is it? It's on its way. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because you're working so hard. and Every single day. Your daily lessons. But also for me, I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) I just recorded back-to-back episodes and I'm knackered now. Yeah. It did take a long time today, actually. So see you tomorrow? We'll see you on Wednesday. um, This is Rhea Corbett. I'm Sarah Matthews. And this is Teach Me Biology. Uh, coming immunity. at you all week. Immunity week. week. Immunity week. See you and By the end tomorrow. of the week, we're going to be so immune. So immune. Bye. 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 Bye.